Section 6 of Entertaining Made Easy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rebecca Brown. Entertaining Made Easy by Emily Rose Burt. A Harvest Home Party. A Red Ear Party is what they called it in the invitations. It was the opening party of the year in the high school, and the seniors planned it. The cards they sent out said, Oh, this time of the year, you'll recall the red ear. It will never go out of date. So the members of twenty have planned fun aplenty. At a regular harvest home fete, you're invited. The school hall was delightfully decorated, emphasizing the autumn colors. Bright tawny leaves banked the platform where the orchestra sat, and along the side walls, globes of red and orange balloons glowed among the soft tans and browns of cornstalks. From the ceiling, myriads of red and orange paper lanterns swayed brilliantly. The dance programs were red ears, cut from cardboard, and tiny red pencils dangled from them. Some of the names of the dances to excite curiosity were the cornstalk, the scarecrow skitter, farmerette's fancy, Popcorn Waltz, Orchard One Step, Pumpkin Pie Walk, Red Ear Dance, Harvest Home Review. The cornstalk was in the nature of a grand march, everybody stalking stiffly round and round in time to the music, which ended in a rollicking one step. Then followed the scarecrow skitter, a dilapidated old cornfield character, and all the crudity of flapping black was brought in and established in the center of the floor. In his shabby hat fluttered a handful of rusty crow feathers, and the feature of the dance was for each boy to secure one of them in passing for his partner. The poor old fellow was nearly torn to bits in the process. The farmerette's fancy was another name for ladies' choice. All the girls were given tiny toy rakes, hoes, spades, or other farm implements which they used as favors in choosing partners. For the popcorn waltz, the favors were popcorn chains for the boys to hang around their partners' necks. There is a temptation to devour these adornments as well as to use them for decorative purposes, and on the whole, they were a source of much fun. The orchestra at intervals in the stands made use of some contrivance which sounded like corn popping briskly over the fire. A shower of snowy white confetti from the balcony still further emphasized the popcorn idea. In the orchard one step, the boys were asked to pick peaches. The girls stood behind the high screen and thrust their right hands above it. The boys reached up, touched the peaches they chose, and thereupon the girls thus designated one stepped away with their partners. Instead of a cakewalk, a pumpkin pie walk was announced. The contestants could indulge in just as crazy, funny, or pretty dance steps as they liked. The reward to the most original, entertaining, and clever couple was a big pumpkin pie. Then came the red ear dance. Everybody was blindfolded and asked to pick an ear of corn from a big basket. When vision was restored, the girl holding the red ear, an ordinary ear with red crepe paper wrapping, was acclaimed queen of the carnival and was presented with a bouquet of red roses. During the dance, a red glow by means of special lighting arrangements filled the hall. 
the harvest home dance came just before supper and lived up to its name in that paper costume caps designating fruits and vegetables were given out and worn so that the whole room seemed to be filled with the harvest tomato carrot corn apple wheat squashes grapes popcorn watermelon and blackberry were all represented the supper dance occurred midway in the evening and the other novelty dances described were interspersed before and after it the supper consisted merely of peach ice cream with sugared popcorn on top served on grape leaves nut macaroons tiny pumpkin tarts and fruit punch end of section six